0: what is up guys back with another episode I hope you're super excited to listen to it as much as I was excited to record it uh just a little heads up my mic was a little off this one had to use earbuds for uh the mic I was I wasn't at home with my whole perfect studio setup here but uh yeah hope you guys enjoy it and uh let's get right into it Welcome back to another great episode of Dinner for Breakfast. Uh, I am the host Bailey, joined alongside of Wes and James here today. How On a beautiful, beautiful Friday early afternoon. How are we doing, boys? Uh, Good. Yeah, not so bad. I love that you refer to the episode as great right at the beginning. That's fantastic. it's, it's always a great up ep- always a great episode. It is episode.
1: always a great episode. That's true. No
0: stinkers. All mm-hmm. winnings. No st- now you yeah. should address why you sound weird. Yeah, yeah so right at little, the top. Yeah, basically I'm house sitting and I have to be a little little uh, more mobile with uh, this episode, so I have to use little earbuds and talk through the Discord app today. So it's, instead uh, of using your computer, <laughs> we're yeah, just desk, desktop's a little hard to move around. Yeah, that's yeah. We're a bunch of real real professionals
1: today. Bailey's recording through his phone. James is eating lunch while we record. Yeah, it's but real. they can't
2: hear that. They wouldn't have known <laughs> if you didn't rat me out. I know, but I want to razz you a little bit for it. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. That's okay. I made some adjustments to my microphone, so hopefully I'll sound better on this episode, and then Bailey's going to make me sound better by proxy anyway. So. You're expert, welcome. Comparatively, you're, you're going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man.
1: Um, did you guys... Uh... You guys have a good Valentine's Day. We're recording this right after Valentine's Day. And I, I, you know, I'm kind of kicking myself. I can't believe we didn't like talk
2: about Valentine's Day at all. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's it's not as, you know, if, if, I feel like with Valentine's Day, sometimes people go out for like a, you know, a nicer dinner, but it's not like, there's not like an iconic food that I it's, associate oh, with Valentine's heart-shaped Day chocolate, but that's yeah, about it. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't really... we forgot we were going to do like a Valentine's Day chocolate game thing. Oh, oh where suck. We? I don't
1: even remember that. That's yeah. Fine. We'll okay. get them next year.
2: Good old man. But, anyways,
0: um, am I the only one that did something for Valentine's Day here?
2: I think so.
1: Uh I cooked a nice dinner on Valentine's Day, but I'm going out to my nice dinner tonight. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say you have your, your proper Valentine's Day dinner yeah. plans. Like so I couldn't today, get reservation so. on Valentine's Day. And
1: also who the hell wants to go out to a nice dinner on a Wednesday? I guess Bailey <laughs> uh, but never mind. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: Immediately it foot was, in uh, mouth. No, it was uh it was it was a bad. We went to Mitchell's, we uh had the oysters and there were some big daddy oysters. Um I don't know if you watched the video I sent. But there were some big, some big oysters. Um, I had a couple myself, which are pretty great. We put them on a saltine this time, and saltine. Uh, yeah, they gave us saltine crackers for them, and then very gourmet. <laughs> and then uh, we put the oyster on it, and then uh, little cocktail sauce and lemon. That's all I needed. And then wow, what else? Then what else did? Interesting. Well, I got it the, this, I've never I, heard of that before. Yeah, it was a little different. It was different from just scooping it out of the old shell, like normally. Sure. But but um, what else did we I got the scallops, which I know Wes is raving about dude, over there. They looked, <laughs> they looked so excellent. They, they were they thick used, and juicy. In bra. hard steer on them. Yeah, it was on top of a butternut squash risotto with pickled apples in it, which were pretty good. So. Pickles, apples, dude. I'm so into that. That sounds great. It yeah, it was cool. a, it was a little different. Uh, Lex got like a whole like, just like basically a fish split down the middle, and then, oh hell yeah, dude. And then she had it was on some like, I don't know what it was. It's like some sort of like, sautéed vegetable medley ordeal, and then uh with like corn and stuff, and then she had some potatoes with it, and then we did a creme brulee. And honestly. Classic. Gotta <laughs> Yeah, honestly it was probably one of the worst creme brulees I've ever had. Whoa, oh, that's there why was you no get their key lime the pie, pie, idiot. The custard, <laughs> the, custard uh, the custard didn't have any like flavor to it and it just tastes like burnt sugar, so Yeah, I mean that's kinda yeah. disappointing.
2: Yeah, there's no beans. like
0: it's it was labeled as vanilla bean uh, creme brulee, but I didn't taste any vanilla
2: well you know they're they're a fish marketplace like the fish is really the star of the show and i i will say they do have their shark fin uh i don't know if it's like a yeah shark fin pie it's really more of like an ice cream cake and like normally when i go um like if i'm if i'm going out with my my family or whatever my sister and i will like split it but the shark fin cake, it's huge. It's, it's like, it can feed probably like four people. It was on like a, yeah, it's like a slice. Like one slice? Yeah, it's like one slice of a massive, basically ice cream cake. I know they call it a pie, but it's effectively like a giant ice cream cake. It's really good, but they give you so much. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: uh, I saw it come out of the kitchen. And I was mm-hmm. like, and then, like just, uh, from just looking at the menu, I determined what it was. But it did look pretty good. But Lex wanted the creme brulee. I uh, I mean, that's like apple pie thing there too. That sounded good, but I usually don't get dessert. So I guess it really overall yeah, dessert's like a
1: if I'm out like a dessert is like a special occasion kind Uh of thing. Like that's not a I'm not just gonna like like I went out to dinner a couple days ago with Heather, and I'm not just gonna order dessert on you know any other day,
0: but right.
2: I actually kind I, of prefer. I've been preferring places that offer. um, Not every place has them, but like I like kind of after dinner cocktails or dessert cocktails. They're a little bit less than like getting a whole slice of cake or pie or something. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge yeah. fan of like having an after dinner uh, after dinner
1: amaretto sour. Ah, amaretto sour is my go-to dessert cocktail.
0: A man of culture, someone say.
1: I would say so. I like to consider myself as such, but you know what do i know some people kind of look at me like i'm an ape so i don't really
0: know <laughs> <laughs> that's all right though but, um yeah but what are you gonna get tonight you said you've been uh before the show we talked a little bit you said you've been looking at the menu all day yeah so i mean I, I look dinner? at
1: i just i just do this i get i always get excited about going out to any restaurant especially especially a nice restaurant because i do it so infrequently um, and especially this nice restaurant because I've been there once and it's my favorite restaurant in the world. I really, really love it. Um, and they have this
0: thing—they
1: have this thing on the menu uh, that's fried chicken and champagne for two, where you get uh, uh, yeah. a breast, a leg, and a thigh of pressure fried chicken, uh, garlic fries, mac and cheese, bacon and mustard lentils, onion rings, local honey, house hot sauce, house pickles, and a bottle of champagne. That yeah, sounds I mean, cool. Like that is such an interesting thing to have on a menu. Like, it's very, it's kind of whimsical in a way. That's, kind of, uh, it's refreshing for like an upscale restaurant to have something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that's my plan. But it, that sounds really good. It sounds so good. Their fried chicken is really, really excellent. I've had it before. You um you get
0: the scallops? Keep it a thing.
1: <laughs> well, see, that was that's my. I have a backup <laughs> plan, right? So. I've talked to Heather about this because I've been excited about this fried chicken and champagne for like a while. Like I think it's such a cool idea, um, mm. and it comes with a bottle of champagne, which is fun. Uh, but my backup plan, if she wants to get something else, is I'm going to get the scallops because they do also have scallops with a butternut squash risotto. Oh, um,
2: dude! What a good dude. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: uh, no, that uh, that sounds really good. No, we've I've looked at the menu before, but like even I do the same thing. I could be going to honestly. I could just be going to McDonald's and I'd look at the menu before even yeah. leaving my house, even though I know the whole menu. Oh, I, yeah, I don't man. know what it is. Maybe it's just something wrong with me. But dude, I look at menus all the time. Maybe it's the same reason I just get fascinated by cookbooks too, because yeah, I can look fun. at a cookbook all day. Mm-hmm. It's
1: fun to it's fun to look at food and fun to think about it and. It's fun to, like, look at look at a menu and see the the things that are on it and be like, oh, I can imagine, try to imagine what that tastes like and what it would be like to eat that.
2: I think a lot of, um, I think these days, too, especially after, like, COVID and stuff, a lot of places have done more work on their online menus. So, mm-hmm. like, some websites um, have, like, pictures of, like, everything. Like, every item on the, you know, menu, unless it's something super generic, has, like, a picture because they, they've taken the time to, like, update the digital menu that way. And I think that, like is really helpful when you can uh, access that before you even get there and you have, like, a really good idea of what it's going to be, so.
1: A hundred percent, yeah. And I think
2: it also helps
1: uh, a lot A lot of times I've noticed in, um, I mean, I guess in my day-to-day life in general, but I I get a lot of, like, choice paralysis. Yeah. There's, like, there's too (laughs) many options, and I'm having trouble choosing one of the options. Being able to look at the menu, like, super far in advance, just whenever I have some free time, that kind of helps to mitigate that choice paralysis a little bit. It makes me feel like when I get there, it's like, okay, instead of deciding between everything on the menu, I'm deciding between like three or four options.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think in the past too, when it's been like, it was a lot more common that places either had like not a very structured digital presence or like some of them just didn't have it at all Too that you're used to going in. And like, that's the only way you can really know what's there or someone's been there before and they can tell you what they've had before. But, like, now, especially, it's so much easier to, like, go online, see what you want, then you have a better idea. You can go in. You already know what you want to order for food, so you can, like, put apps in right away. You know, I I like it a lot for drinks, because the drinks, you sit down at the table, and the first thing they ask you is, like, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, well, I barely, like, scratch Yeah, especially if it's, like, a bar that has, like, more extensive cocktail list or, like, a a really large, like, draft list for beer. Like, it takes time to, like, go through that and it's still the first thing they start with. So I kind of like having an idea of what I want to drink right away and then I can spend more time, you know, mulling over the food menu if I haven't already picked out what I want.
1: (laughs) I don't typically look at drink menus. Like, really, now that I'm thinking about it, like, even when I sit down at a restaurant and I haven't looked at the menu online, I don't really consider the drink menu much. I have, like... I'll I'll sit down and be like, ooh, this sounds good. I want something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: so kind of like... I don't know. I guess for me, drinks just don't excite me like food does. I, I I don't know. I also don't tend to drink as much when I go out either. But like, you know, something about the drinks just don't get me excited to even look at their menu.
2: Uh, you gotta go to a place that's like Grateful Crow is a good example. Like they that's are very. Example. Strong like cocktails. They make cocktails in house. There's often like a special. Like if you go mm. to a place that you know makes craft cocktails or has like a large selection of craft beer, that's not you know. If you're going yeah. to a regular pub, you don't really need to look at their drink. Yeah, quote like, unquote drink menu. Yeah, yeah, right. Like
1: I'm not going to go to Harvey's down the street from my apartment. It's like a dive bar. Sure, like, sure. Ooh, what do they have? The Kalamazoo Kool Aid.
2: Don't mind if I do. Like, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I like going to, there's a place I haven't gone to yet that I want to. Uh, My sister and I were probably talking about going sometime. It's like Red Cedar Spirits. And that's like an actual cocktail bar. Like you can go in, they have like uh, charcuterie boards and stuff. But it's not like an actual sit down and get like a full meal kind of thing. So like that's the whole thing is they have like a bunch of different drinks, you know, made in house with their own spirits or whatever. Um, I think it's places like that where you end up, you know, doing what you would with, the food menu somewhere else. <laughs> totally. But, totally. And I, this, like, I'm I'm still looking at the stupid brick
1: and brine menu, but <laughs> uh, was, you were talking about, you were talking about cocktails and they have a whole section on their, not even on their cocktail menu, on their dessert menu, they have a section of dessert cocktails.
2: Yeah, they got so like, like
1: uh... and then they have a selection of port and digestifs. Um, huh. There's one that's a, uh, this creme de cacao, uh, liqueur de banana, Orgeot and cream. There's one that's like cognac, chocolate royale, bailey's half and half, and espresso. Mm. It's good
2: yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I, that's the Rossier type of one. stuff I like after dinner, is like the espresso martinis and stuff like that. I, I like that as like a nightcap kind of thing.
0: I think oh, an yeah. like espresso martini
2: might be the only martini I enjoy, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not normally a, a regular martini person either, um, so I kind of like, agree uh, with that. <laughs> I enjoy every once in a while. I enjoy a martini. It's like a
1: standard, a standard martini or like a dirty martini. I'm not super into. Mm-hmm. But there yeah. was this, there was this restaurant. Several, they closed several years ago, but um, it was a tapas place, and they did tapas, and they had like 30 different types of martinis on their menu. <laughs> <laughs> I went there once, What's and I was tapas? just like. Tapas, tapas is like um, it's a Spanish thing. It's like small plates, um,
2: okay. so
1: it's kind of like uh, like an appetizer would be like a tapas thing. So basically, Heather and I went there, and between the two of us, I think we had seven different dishes. Yeah, because they're like little. It's like oh, this is like five bites of food. We got one that was oh. like a roasted duck or like a seared duck thing on like a crostini, and it was like five bites, five little pieces oh. of duck. And uh, I, but I had a a cucumber lime martini that was absolutely Mm. stellar. It was really, really good. I still think about it sometimes, but uh, (laughs) that that was was the only only martini I've ever really enjoyed.
0: Huh. Yeah. Yeah, we went out for my 21st birthday uh, when, well, when a group of us did. They went to a martini bar. No one else liked the martinis, so I housed everybody's (laughs) martinis for them. (laughs) That's my only real other experience with martinis, so... But everything else just... I felt like I'm taking sips of. And I'm like, I oh, no, that's not good. But, to each their own, I suppose. Yeah. But, <laughs> but talk about, since we're on topic of drinks, dude, I just sent a photo into the notes page. I don't know if you guys see it. Mm-hmm. I had one. It's called Once Upon a uh, Coconut. And it's oh, coconut yeah. water. Yeah. And that's with chocolate, dude. Tastes just like chocolate milk with, like, hints of coconut in it. it, it was. It was good. amazing. It was so good. It was like... It like had the thickness of like milk, but it t- it was I don't know what happened in my mouth, but it was it was a blast of fun, is all I'm
2: saying. <laughs> Whoa, okay.
0: Well hey, God, how are you we still talking okay, about God, the will. drink? <laughs> well, Bailey's talking
1: about getting blasted in the mouth, so
0: <laughs> I'm just getting blasted in the mouth with some nut nut water and chocolate, dude. What's the problem?
1: <laughs> no, it's no problem, man. No problem at all. It now it does sound good. Uh I'm not a big, like, coconut drink
0: guy. uh, I'm the same. It would be for you.
2: Is it, like, super (laughs) coconutty? It has a lot of,
0: it has a lot of hints. I wouldn't, yeah, I would say it's, yeah, if you're probably not a huge fan of coconut, you probably won't like it. But I do think it's worth a try.
2: I like it as something that's added in very small amounts to like a mixed drink or something. It's fine. It's not like as soon as I taste coconut, it's bad. But I don't like it to be like primarily or like largely coconut flavored. It has to be like in the background of the other stuff happening.
0: Sure. Yeah, for sure. I get
2: that. Like, I'm not gonna,
1: I'm not gonna order a drink like a like a tiki drink
2: out of a coconut. You know what I mean? <laughs> One of those ones that's well, in a coconut. <laughs> I feel like if uh, they serve it in a coconut, it's not necessarily a coconut based drink. It's more of just that, for the But That
1: would, that would be kinda of wild though to serve a drink well, like, Oh yeah, here's your here's your rum and coke. It's in a
0: coconut.
2: Yeah, well it's like a or coconut husk your... though, right? It's not like the it's whole got the thing. in it.
0: And... No, the uh, when I went to the Bahamas a few years ago, I got a coconut what they do is they cut the tops off and they just put, like, they'll add rum into the coconut water. So you're just drinking, like, a super hydrating drink with just, like, rum in it.
1: See, okay, that sounds kind of good, actually. I'm not (laughs) going to lie to
0: you. If you like coconut water, you'll like that. Maybe it's just been um, a while since I've had coconut water. Is it, like, artificial coconut you don't like or is it, like, actual coconut you don't like?
1: Uh, huh, that's a good question, actually,
0: because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm assuming a lot more... of the stuff would probably be artificial-flavored coconut, the thing you try. But I'd also feel like fake hey, coconut flavoring is probably spot-on to, like, real coconut, unlike, like, a banana where, or, like, grape. You I, know what I, I mean? I don't yeah. like,
2: well, like, if I bought grape. like, coconut milk or something, I wouldn't like it by itself. Like, some people, you know, coconut water, coconut milk is, you know, they're basically almost the same, right? Yeah, they're almost I don't even know the what the difference I, is. I think they actually are the same thing it's just what no, you call it but... you can look it up
1: don't tell me if if anybody um, out there knows the answer to it uh dinner for breakfast at gmail.com please educate me
2: <laughs> yeah but i I'm don't so really stupid. like like a coconut thing like that um it has like a like i don't mind i actually uh, on the contrary i i like an almond joy like that's like coconut and yeah, chocolate okay. stuff like i have no problems of that it's mostly in its like liquid form i guess <laughs> That's interesting because
1: I, when I oftentimes when I think about coconut flavored things, almond joy is the first thing I think of, and I do not care for them. I love an almond. Joy. I know we've talked about this before. Wait, did I... you ever try that almond joy and record it like we told I you? Did, to? yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did do that.
2: Okay. Uh, I actually guess.
1: ate another almond joy the other day, like a couple days ago. I had <laughs> one like in my little candy dish that I have in my, my pantry. Oh,
0: I was like, that's yeah, neat whatever. In there if
1: you don't like them, well, Heather loves them. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> she's she's a huge fan of coconut everything. Um, and I well, was sure like, yeah, we'll whatever. Like a little bit of chocolate, little mm-hmm. you know, little almond. I like almonds, so whatever. Yeah, it just didn't do it for me. Oh, no. I don't know if it's because of the coconut flavor or like the weird texture of those. What about mounds? If particular... you a mounds person. <laughs> well, if I don't like an almond joy, what's the difference? Like an almond joy is just almond joy as an almond. Dark
2: chocolate. No, I'm pretty sure an Almond Joy is milk chocolate. Okay, so Almond Joy would be almond, coconut, and milk chocolate. And a Mounds is like dark chocolate and just coconut, I think. Okay,
1: I would probably feel pretty much
2: the same. I like dark chocolate (laughs) more than I like milk chocolate. Mm -hmm. But also,
1: there's no almond in it. So like, so what are we doing here? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like put the almond in the Mounds. And then maybe I'd like it more. I don't know. (laughs) I also like I'm not a huge chocolate guy. Just across the board, I don't really love chocolate that much. Mm -hmm. Sue me.
2: Okay. Please don't to. sue me. <laughs> Wait, we please don't sue me. Sorry, hold on. action lawsuit, uh,
1: please. In place here. I, I don't have anything that's worth suing for,
0: please. Sue <laughs> <laughs> you, you for all your Legos. <laughs> for all my Legos, yeah. Uh, I feel like that'd be more detrimental than anything. It probably would, but
1: also it would be kind of a blessing because it means that I would have space to buy more Legos and put them up. <laughs> so I'm out of display space entirely now. Oh my god. But, uh... This is not not food-related, but sort of uh, related to me being sued. Did I ever tell you guys about the, the story about how I got my identity stolen? Uh, I think so. I'm this? not sure is this if something you talk I you talked about, about it on about? the
2: show, though. I
1: definitely haven't. Is this something I should talk about on the podcast? Like, is that you, worth buddy. it? I mean, okay, so basically, I'll keep it short. But Starting I, with I my found social
0: it. security number. Yeah, it's... <laughs> One. <laughs> no, I, uh,
1: basically, I had somebody... Uh, This was, like, early last year. Um, Around this time last year, I had somebody open up a Home Depot credit card in my name and immediately maxed it out. $1,500 of credit card debt just stacked on top of my, you know, um, my social security number or whatever. And so I got that all taken care of, and I, like, I eventually got it all sorted out. Um, But I got a letter in the mail a couple months after I had gotten that sorted out that was, like, like, hey, Wes Jones, uh, we regret to inform you that you've been denied for your claim for a Target credit card. Now, all I could think was, like, damn, that dude probably should have stole the identity of somebody with a higher credit score. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you picked the wrong one, buddy. <laughs> you ruined my credit score, so you can't get any more credit cards. Sorry, man. I don't know. That's kind of funny. It all turned yeah. out fine. Everything's fine now. Yeah, my credit's yeah. good again, so don't worry about it.
0: It's okay. I wasn't worried. Um... I didn't think so. <laughs> uh did you guys do anything crazy for the Super Bowl? I forgot about if did you guys eat anything what good? I no, I didn't snacks? really do
2: a whole lot. I I'll be honest, my my heart wasn't in it. that there weren't the right people weren't playing in it and I, my heart wasn't in it, so I I yep. didn't really make a big deal about it.
1: <laughs> I didn't uh I didn't watch a single second of it.
0: Well, as <laughs> I, as many of you saw, I did celebrate with the anchovy pineapple pizza once did. again. Um, Good it was Good amazing move. I was ridiculed by the Italians um, they were not happy <laughs> they were not happy and uh, I just would like to make I just really wanted to make a point across here that uh, they don't know what they're talking about oh, um, I agree yeah, it's just, it is what it is dude they don't know that pineapple belongs in pizza and they haven't they tried the anchovy
1: they should have been more upset about that mushroom pizza that you got because that looked awesome that looks <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> terrible that
0: looks crazy It'll be on the socials. Like, the amount of mushrooms to like is oh, crazy. We got like a mushroom olive pizza. They must have been and... like
2: at their expiration date, and they're just like, put them all like, on we there. Gotta get rid of these... <laughs> Guys, we gotta get rid of these mushrooms.
0: But I mean, honestly, I was a fan of it. It tasted great. Um, but it was a lot. I opened the box, I looked at Lex, and I go, um, Did you see how many mushrooms they put? She looked over and goes, Why would they do that? Why
1: would they do that? Digging through those mushrooms like it's a fucking double dare challenge trying yeah. to get to the pizza underneath. <laughs> Crazy. But uh
0: she wasn't a huge fan of the anchovy pineapple. She said she wouldn't get it again. But what a hater. That's
2: I've never what tried it, so I have thinking. no idea. She wouldn't get it again, but was it like actively bad?
0: <laughs> no, she I mean she ate her whole piece. So okay. she could like swallow but she was like, eh, this isn't really something. She that, choked
2: down one piece and that was enough. I don't know. know if I don't know if I've ever actually eaten a pizza that was actively bad.
0: No, I had a lot I that guess, are like not be hard to do, but uh,
2: I don't know. I feel like I've had a pizza where it's like it's been burnt or something. Like not oh, necessarily okay. that like well, the recipe itself was wrong, but it was like prepared incorrectly, and I probably I don't
0: like it. Uh, honestly, probably a Tony's frozen pizza is probably what I've thrown away before because <laughs> it tasted bad. <laughs> or uh, actually, I will say like a lot of uh cauliflower crust frozen pizzas aren't that good oh, either. Well, yeah, of course that's gonna be bad. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, I love the cauliflower crust at uh, uh, California Kitchen Pizza. If you, you get it, it from right, the man. place, they they have a really good one. CPK
1: cauliflower so. crust? I would try yeah. it. I've never had a cauliflower crust pizza.
0: It's pretty good once it's fresh. So
1: I did uh, go to a new pizza place pretty recently, though. I'm not, like... I'm, Like a huge pizza guy, it's like pretty rare that I go and try a new pizza place, but
2: I'm gonna, I'm wearing a pizza shirt, and also the place he's <laughs> oh, just about to get into, uh, talking about, he said he's gonna make it a weekly tradition. So, well, not a pizza guy, that's by how good the it way. was.
1: <laughs> now, I'm not traditionally, I am not normally, I'm not a pizza guy, uh huh. It's like not. My go-to for like, like, oh, I'm, I don't feel like cooking dinner. I'm gonna order a pizza. Like, I don't, sure. I don't do that. Um, but Stouffer's Pizza, actually, by the yeah, way, you, sorry, Stouffer's French pizza. Yeah, I do yeah. like those. Damn, yeah, maybe, maybe I, I am a pizza too. guy. I think I am. Are. Wearing a pizza I
2: don't turn <laughs> <Yeah, threw> me <laughs>
1: off because I am wearing a Pizza Planet t-shirt. That was not intentional. I swear <laughs> to God, I didn't mean to wear the Pizza Planet shirt. Um, <laughs> I can take my, sh- I'll take my shirt off if you guys want. Uh, <laughs> hey. No, I... <laughs> I, uh, we tried this new pizza place called BC Pizza, because mm-hmm. um, on Thursday nights they have an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet, and it's, like, $13 a person, so we're like, yeah, we're gonna go and eat as much pizza as we physically can,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: we went, we went in, uh, we got there right when it was starting at, like, 5.30, we were the only people in there, um, because the buffet had just started. Okay. Very first pizza they put out on the buffet was a pickle pizza, so I was, like, immediately hooked, because I love pickle (laughs) pizza. And, uh, we, like, walked up to the counter, the guy taking our order introduced himself, he was psyched that we were there, super, super friendly guy, his name's Chris, he's, like, the owner of the whole franchise or whatever, um and he was like oh if you if you want anything that we you don't see on the buffet uh, just ask me i'll cook whatever you want as long as it's not wings cuz wings are expensive and i was like yeah that's <laughs> that's fair and true so uh so we'd like go up there and like oh do you have a s'mores they had a s'mores pizza that we tried that was really good um it was like chocolate sauce and like a graham cracker crust and then it had like the marshmallows on top and they got burnt in the pizza oven so good uh they had a cherry cobbler pizza that was really interesting oh my um, god Yeah, it was like regular (laughs) pizza dough with like cherry pie filling, and then like a like a streusel topping, like that crumble topping on top. So
2: basically, a pie with pizza dough as a base.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Pretty much.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, they had the pickle pizza was exceptional. Um, Like there, it was it was just a really great experience they had like
2: what is like the layout of this restaurant so like you go you said there's like a counter you go up to is it like a self-serve thing do they like the buffet is
1: self-serve okay the buffet is self-serve so you you walk in it's real small it's like quite small i'm trying to think of um have you guys been to the i won't i won't say the name of the place but the (laughs) local mexican restaurant in the town we grew up in Oh, yeah. Uh, you know the one? It's about that yeah. size, so it's pretty little. Um, or the diner. It's, like, that right. size. Okay. You, like, you walk in. On the left, there's, like, the soda fountain, and then this little tiny buffet. It's, like, maybe five feet long. Sure. And they'll snack yeah. all the pizzas on there. They'll, like, you know, layer them on. Uh, and then the little salad bar next to it. And then okay. directly across from the door, there's, like, the counter where you walk up. There's, like,
0: two huge
1: tables that seat maybe... I don't know, like a dozen people at each table. And then there's like two or three little high tops. So it's like family-style dining. So like as we were sitting there, um, we got a table, like one of the high tops. It was just the two of us. But as we were sitting there, we would see like just families come in and just sit down at these big tables, like everybody's sitting next to each other. It was kind of cool, actually. You don't see family-style dining that often. Um, And I'm kind of into it. And the the whole time the owner's like going around, checking on people, like – Ask them what they think. If they need anything, super super cool experience. Definitely gonna go back.
2: Was it just the, the owner there that was like staffing it, or did he, did they no. have help?
1: Or there were uh, there were a whole bunch of cooks. Okay, like probably five or six cooks. All right, all right. In the okay. like the kitchen is the kitchen was huge. Sure. Um, yeah. but the owner was like running the register uh, at the time that we were there. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I really really cool. It's called BC Pizza.
2: So, in Kalamazoo, pizza. check out BC Pizza. I looked it up Special actually. As I told us before then, and it seems like I mean they could all be different local places, but there were multiple locations with that name, mm-hmm. so it might be yeah. like a franchise. Oh, it's a, it's a chain. Thing. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah but this BC this guy, pizza. yeah, this guy owns the whole the whole franchise. Oh,
2: okay, gotcha. He's the okay, owner cool. of the
1: franchise. Yeah, that's what it seemed like, anyways, when I talked to him. But yeah, it was it was super good pizza. Super cool experience. Um, I don't know. I I feel like uh, all you can eat buffets are sort of a dying art, a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I think of all you can eat buffets, I think of like a kind of a rundown Chinese buffet. But, I mean, you know, you know
2: that's that's. Like well, yeah, I mean, I enjoy that a great American deal, too. buffet kind of setup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I still yeah. I mean, I still go to I still there's an all you can eat Chinese buffet around here that I still go to all the time. So <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was good stuff.
0: Well, that's Does the cool. BC stand for a before-crossed? I have no idea. <laughs> before-crossed. Get, <laughs> Get out of
2: here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <least.
0: laughs> oh got him, God. dude. I got him. Honestly, that was the best.
1: <laughs> that was the best.
2: Ba- yeah, pat yourself on the back, buddy. That was great. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Last week, I... I you talked about kind of not seeing these types of dining experiences is often like the family style and stuff i i had not not that it was a family style thing but i had a a unique dining experience uh like a week ago i was in ipsy and i was getting lunch so i went to arbor brewing and um it's a cool place it's in like an old factory building it's it's like right by depot town and uh in Ipsy, so there's, like, all those buildings are, like, super old, historic, you know, area of town, and um, this was, like, a big factory building in the middle of, kind of, like, a greater, like, factory complex. There's a bunch of those, like, large buildings that have been, like, repurposed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Go in there. So what they do is you go in and someone cards you, like, right away. As soon as you get in the door, they card you, and they're like, okay. And she's like, do you want... um. Like a paper menu, we still have those, or you can just go and see it yourself and there's a QR code. So, like, you basically sit down and you scan the QR code, and the whole thing is run through uh, Toast. I'm sure plenty of people have seen, you know, like, Toast is a lot of it's very common with like takeout places or online ordering for places that don't have their own. It's um, also e commerce thing. It's also the Grateful Crow tonight. What, Toast?
0: Yeah, it's
1: also the. uh... it's, like, the the most common, like, restaurant uh, point-of-sale system.
2: Yeah. So, like, yeah. if you've
1: ever been, like a, like, a server at a restaurant, like, you've probably used Toast before. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, like, you sit down, and you scan a QR code, and, like, that opens up your tab. So as soon as you sit down, you can scan that, and you have the whole menu there, and you can order your drinks, you can order your food right away, you can do whatever you want, and people will just, like, bring it out to you as soon as, like, you huh. order it. So, like, the whole time um it basically frees up like the servers or the bartenders you know whoever is like holding the place down and this place was like the time I went it wasn't very busy but it's a big place like it can hold a lot of people if it were like at capacity um but yeah no you can like sit down you can order stuff and it like keeps the tab open on on your phone so like if you want another drink or whatever you need you can just put it in and then someone will just kind of bring it out to you on like a rolling basis and it was kind of cool a, a cool streamlined experience. Um, you put your card in like before you open up the tab, so they basically charge it as you order it, and then whenever you're ready to leave, you just close the tab and you get up and leave. Like you don't have to wait for anyone to come over and like take you know take your money or do whatever. Like yeah. it processes your card and then you're just out. Um,
0: yeah, that's a cool. That's a cool so thing. Cool. To... Yeah, that probably just like so you're not given a specific server, so it's like just people just r- running. Yeah, so like when I went in, there
2: was only I think there was only like three people three people actually like in there doing stuff. There was someone who was like mostly kind of like serving, and then there was someone who was like running the bar, and then they had like, you know, the cook or whoever else was in there. Um it was a really cool space. Um but I, I thought it was really kind kind of nice dining experience, but also like I did kind of miss that little bit of interaction you have. Like it's like, oh, like hi, I'm your server, and then they come back and like they still will like come by and like check on you. But it was it was just it was weird. But I really appreciate like the convenience, especially if you have a short like work break. So you go there and you don't, you know, maybe they're busy and you have to wait for like a a server to come back and like you know take your card or do whatever. You can literally eat your food, close out the tab, and then leave whenever you need to. So that's kind of Uh. nice.
0: That was really cool. Did you have any cool like beers or drinks there, or
2: um? I didn't, well, I, I was on a work lunch, so <laughs> I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't ah, so sitting no. down getting hammered. That that being said, is they had a lot of place, beers. And oh, is this yeah. the place
0: with the boring tacos that you had? No, that was a different place. Tacos. That
1: was a different oh. place. Don't say the name of that place because those tacos looked fucking awful. Okay. We'll talk about... I'll talk about that in a sec. No, this was a (laughs) different place. I already said the name of
2: this place. Uh, Arbor Brewing hit them up. They're pretty cool. I liked them a lot. Um, They had great... I had, like, carnitas uh, fries or whatever. So good. Mm,
0: Okay. I love any kind of loaded
2: fries, dude. They had, like, a spicy cod sandwich special with, like, coleslaw on it and some other stuff. That was really good. They had... uh, What I... Well, I got, like... The carnitas fries were huge, by the way. So, like, I ordered, you know, like, we... I was I I was with uh my my boss I was working with we were getting lunch. And um we ordered the fries as like an appetizer and then we also ordered fries like with both of our, you know, meals or whatever, but like really we didn't need to cuz like that was a big appetizer. We are like a lot oh, of fries. <laughs> yeah, right. Um but it was really good and uh I don't know. I I I thought the it was Uh, A nice setup. Uh, They had a lot of, like, beers on tap, and they had ciders that they did. They did kind of a little bit of everything for the most part, but it was was a work lunch, so I wasn't, you know, getting hammered. (laughs) Shame. What a shame. Um, The other place (laughs) I went, which shall not be named, because their uh, tacos were being roasted by both Bailey and Wes when I sent it to them in our group chat. Now, I will say, I, I, I do agree with you that they did need more toppings. Now, they these were like, burrito tacos, and they all it like was was, tacos. like, meat and some, like, cheese and some, uh, like, red onion. I agree. They should have had more toppings. However, the meat was very good. It was, like, it wasn't, like, a you know, like, an insignificant portion. It was portioned well. The meat was actually really tasty. Um, they also... <laughs> they were having a rough time, too, in the kitchen because... Uh, they had, like, a big party, like, two days. Uh, we went on, like, a Tuesday when I was there. And they had, like, a big party over the weekend, I guess. So they were, like, out of a bunch of stuff. Like, they didn't have it. And she's like, yeah, our deliveries come on Tuesdays, and we haven't had the delivery yet. So there was a bunch of oh. stuff they just didn't have on hand. So I'm like, all right, you know, it is what it is. I will say their menu is is much smaller than a lot of kind of, like, pubs. Um, and they have, like, kind of kind of like Boss Cider. They have, like, a rotating menu of things that will go in and out um their food is on the lighter side for most things and the show like the star of the show is really the beer they have they they do have a lot of good oh. beers i had like a a cashew like brown ale and some oh. other different stuff they had like a huh. a butterfly uh what is it the pea flower the purple oh, flower the, you know yeah yeah uh pea berry is that pea
1: butterf- butterfly pea? hold on let
2: me it's I'll like butterfly it pea berry or something anyway they had like a you know a purple sour beer that had that butterfly pea berry in it that made it like uh uh purple it's or a whatever butterfly uh, cool. butterfly pea flower yeah well it's the flower part that gives it the color yeah yeah right yeah it's
1: uh if you don't know it's a super purple type of pea like
2: yeah like it's purple. it's in a lot of stuff it has like a darker kind of indigo color normally but when you add um citrus or like an acid to it it will become like a light purple kind of color um i have this really cool gin that is like empress gin right i have some of that and it's good for like if you're trying to get that effect um you put it in and like i said if you have a cocktail that has lemon juice it will brighten up and be like a very bright kind of vibrant purple um but anyway uh their beer is good their food is on the letter side those tacos needed toppings but they were still good <laughs> that's all i have to say on it <laughs> nice Perfect. that's all there is to uh, say on it
0: no they, they did sound like they did they did sound good but just looking at them i was like well those are boring <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the other thing too is I think they so they had to use queso for a lot of things too cuz they were out of their like beer cheese and once again they were waiting on the their like food delivery basically for the week. So it wasn't the the best time to get their fully stocked uh, offerings, but uh beer was good. We got a flight and uh I was satisfied. <laughs> Glad to hear you were yeah. satisfied. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Wes, when you're not satisfied and you're sad, what do you like to eat? <laughs> you put yeah, this in our a, notes. I did. Well, yeah, I put this in the notes because I was real sad the other day, just, you know,
1: because sometimes I'm a human being and sometimes people are sad. It is what it is. <laughs> Whatever. Everything's fine over here. Don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> but I, right. I, made myself, I made myself my, my favorite feel-better meal and I was thinking about it and I was like, damn, I wonder what those guys do. Um, mine, I'll basically... I just eat like a big bowl of rice with whatever frozen veggies I have in the freezer, and then like a ton of uh, like spicy mayo on it. That's it. That's my like, my like uh, feeling bad, make myself feel better, comfort food kind of thing. It's just uh, rice. I'm glad that I'm glad
2: that works for you. Uh,
1: To me, that (laughs) I like to
2: tell myself it it works but hearing that from you from the outside i hear a man who is mixing rice mayo and random like veggies and i'm like that seems like (laughs) like a low point yeah like it's not if you like it it does but like i feel like i associate those foods would be like oh i'm like scrounging and i have to scrap it together and and i'm sad and i'm gonna eat this
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what it is it's like yeah i'm gonna wallow in it a little bit but i know i need to eat something And this will, you know, fill me up, and it's quick.
2: Okay, Um, I got you. It's got
1: all of my food groups in it, all my nutrients. What I did this past time is I had, uh, I had leftover fried rice from like a uh, like Chinese takeout, and I just refried that in the pan, and I added frozen peas to it. Uh, Put a fried egg on top of it. I added some of my. I have some really fancy soy sauce. I have some like double fermented shoyu. So I put some of that on there, and then uh, fried egg, can of salmon. That was, you know. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice. Okay. Made me feel better. I'm into that. So I know you guys are human beings, so I'm sure you feel sad sometimes. What do you guys <laughs> eat when you're sad?
0: Maybe? I don't. I don't think I have anything I eat. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I you eat never when get I'm sad. sad. Fast when you're sad. No, I get <laughs> sad, but I don't. I don't develop an appetite or anything. I actually, <laughs> it like goes the opposite way. Like I get like not hungry. Yeah. So like, I get that. I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's kind of weird, but I. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I guess I don't really have one. Weirdly enough.
2: I think Wes's example is a good like case of, there's kind of, there's two different ways depression. you can, well, <laughs> well, yeah. two, two different ways you can kind of lean into it, right? Like, and you know, whatever works for you works for you. I'm not like shitting on anyone's like special food choices when they're sad, yeah. but like to me, when Wes said that, like it sounded, you know, like I imagine, you know, the, there's like tropes of like, uh, old man is like divorced or whatever, and he's sad. Now he's eating like a hungry man, and microwave Uh, meal or like someone you know you get into a breakup and then people are eating like a whole thing of Ben and Jerry ice
1: cream yeah
2: and like as you kind of said there's almost like the food choice of like are you gonna kind of wallow in it a little bit or are you eating something that like should in theory make you feel like I feel like the ice cream is like something like oh I'm gonna spoil myself and give myself ice cream sure and then you have, like, the hungry man meal where it's just, like, something oh. enough to get by because you got to eat, but it's not So like I have to put calories in my body. Yeah. I just have to shove yeah. something in there. So yeah. I feel like there's different ways you can kind of approach that if you have an appetite at all, as you've said. But I feel like I would lean towards something that I just really like and is not super difficult to do. I would probably just, like, make breakfast, whatever time of day it would oh, be. Nice. I would make some kind of breakfast because breakfast is always... My favorite meal, and yet I eat it the least, probably. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I weirdly enough, I eat breakfast more for dinner than I do breakfast for breakfast.
2: I also should do that because, yeah, I, I, like when I was in school, especially like I very rarely like made breakfast before I went and did like all my stuff. So I would like get home and then make breakfast for dinner or something and just have that. But
1: um... yeah, dude, like scrambled eggs and bacon, so such a quick dinner, mm-hmm. and always hits the spot. Hard to screw it up cheap yeah well bacon's expensive i guess but
2: well know. yeah <laughs> you know probably oh, totally cheap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't yeah. do you guys like know a lot of people who are, are like when it's like the whole ice cream and stuff is that like a movie trope that occurred and then people adopted that as like something they do or was that like something present i
0: think you like oh, yeah. just oh I see. What, I see where you're coming from. You now. know, like, like did did movies do that yeah. as
2: like a funny thing, and then people associate that with what they saw, and then they do that, or was that something that uh, happened and then became portrayed in like? I,
0: like that? I'm sure like, it's like a movie thing that like.
2: It's gotta be yeah. right.
0: Yeah, sh- surely know. it, it like, has I've got, to be.
2: When you're sad, like, email us and tell us what you're eating. Yeah, really.
1: If you eat ice cream when you're depressed, I'm, no, like, I've got. You know, I've got some head stuff, right? I have never once been in a bad mood and been like, fuck it. I'm going to sit down and eat a whole pint of ice cream. Yeah, right? The only time I do that is when I'm in a really good mood. I'm like, I'm like hell yeah, dude, just had a great day. I'm going to sit down and yeah. just eat ice cream straight out the container.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I'm and buying Ben and & and and Jerry's, I'm probably going to eat the vast majority of it in the sitting. But it's not because I'm, like, sad about something. It's just because I have no self-control, and it's good. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Yeah. I know, it's it's weird. It's, it's just, like, one of those things that you always see in the movies. And I, I just wonder, like, do people... Really do that, or do they do it because now they've seen it in the movies and the movies just kind of like made that up at some point in time? I don't know. I think, hmm, I don't know. I I feel like it it might be a little bit of a little bit of
1: both, like, right? It had to come from somewhere, right? Like, somebody would have had to do that and been like, this is actually like kind of a funny thing. I'm gonna put this in a movie. Like, my friend told me that they do this when they're sad, I'm gonna put that in a movie. I don't know, maybe, or
2: be interesting survey to do or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it'd be hard to tell
1: for people out there.
2: Well, that'd be hard <laughs> to tell cuz you'd have to like find some of the earliest examples of that being shown in movies and then you'd have to well, you'd we like... wouldn't have the means probably to survey those people, but <laughs> the people that were alive before that movie what they did and people who were alive after that movie. Either way, something to think about i suppose if you think about esoteric uh, food tangential topics like we do <laughs> yep.
0: yeah.
1: we think about some weird stuff over here we're some weird guys yeah
0: um well speaking of breakfast i kind of wanted to end it on your note james here of uh oh, okay the worst breakfast dishes
2: no no, no that's and... not no you need context to this but we can also talk about that
0: oh. Okay.
2: Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, this is the, okay. I know what okay. this is.
2: Yeah. Well, Wes knows cause I was talking to him about this off. I, I like to say off, off camera. This is still a podcast. We don't film ourselves, but off we recording. We just look at each other <laughs> while we're
1: recording. We yeah, sit yeah. here and look each other deep in the eyes.
2: Yeah. We're not, we're not completely just uh, paid to talk to each other. We talk outside the show as well and no one pays us anyway. So, <laughs> um, I am a decade late to this show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not too late. I've been watching. You're the worst. It's a FX show. I love it. I've been aggressively binge watching it. Um, highly recommend. It's a. Uh, it's like an edgy comedy. It's it's not not as crazy as it's always sunny, but it is it revolves around the idea that these people are like very you know bad people or they treat people poorly and then they kind of learn to grow up a little bit or whatever anyway good show big part of the show and i guess it's because the person who like wrote the show is like a very big breakfast person um so like some of the main characters is like the there's the this guy called jimmy and his roommate and his roommate always makes them breakfast in the morning it's always these like super awesome like They look so good breakfast, but they're, like, weirder things, too. He's like, oh, uh, Jimmy, I made breakfast lasagna today and stuff like Uh like crazy stuff like that. And (laughs) all of it looks so, so good. And I really want to try them. Um, I pulled up another super old article because, as I said, this show came out 10 years ago. Older than (laughs) we are. And um, it has, like, he did, like, breakfast nachos. He did, like, breakfast... uh, lasagna he he made uh, breakfast sushi in like another episode Ooh. yeah it, I, there's no and i i looked up because after i've been binge watching this i was like surely enough time has passed someone had to make a recipe book for this show and they didn't and i'm very upset by that
1: so th- what you're saying is basically we're all going to work together to make a recipe book for this show
2: uh, yeah, and that, at the same time, I can force you guys to watch it so you can see it in the show. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> you can try, no. buddy.
2: I'm notoriously
1: bad at sticking with a TV show, though.
2: Breakfast sushi? I mean, come on. That has to oh, be good. It does. Okay. That does if you
1: guys were going to make breakfast sushi, what would you put in it? How
0: that would you make sausage. breakfast sushi? <laughs> I think it would be very basic. I think you could... Well, you could go a couple different ways, because you can either do your very ba- basic, like, like, after, uh, like, a basic sushi roll, or you can go, like a little more complex, like, a, um, like, some other sushi rolls. Like, you could do, like, a good, like, bagels and, like, uh, a lock one. That's where I went, or too. Like, yeah. you know, the cream cheese and everything's on the outside, and then you can layer the salmon on oh, top yeah, of, the,
1: like, the rice roll, dude. Or you do a, you uh, know what I mean? no, get, get the rice, don't even, you don't even need the rice. Or, actually, no, keep the rice, get rid of the seaweed, roll it up in a crepe. Ah. So you, do a, you do a crepe, a crepe, a crepe, whatever, crepe, with the rice on it, or just skip the rice entirely. You probably could, and it'd be fine. Cream cheese and smoked salmon in the middle, and then top it with capers. Ooh, that does sound and Like a little good. drizzle of some sort of sauce.
0: I don't know. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it does sound good. Or like a, oh, a chicken and waffle wrapped one would be good. Because the thing I found with chicken and waffles, without... Uh, it just being that itself, it's better in different forms. Like, the breakfast burrito chicken waffles is better, because all, everything is, like, mushed together, all the juices contained. gets absorbed. True. within the waffle and everything, and I think yeah. that would have, like, a similar representation. And we could even, like, tempure that, like, sushi roll, too, dude, with, like, a, in, like, oh. a waffle batter a little bit. Oh, and my like, god, you know now what you're mean? talking, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, great. you're welcome. You're welcome, going dude.
0: put, like, a sausage gravy drizzle on top of that oh bad boy, yeah. too. Last <laughs> yeah, weekend. I mean, I'm lit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> i went to i went out to brunch last weekend and uh heather got orange chicken and waffles so it was like little nuggets of like orange oh, chicken on a waffle dude. oh my uh, god it was good and i had like some kind fun. of like a spicy sausage gochujang eggs benedict it was really fucking oh, good man uh, shut kitchen 600 dude they're just hanging <laughs> yeah. brunch in town for real such a good brunch
0: that's a, that's a classic right there. Well, gents, do we want to wrap it up now and call it a day? Yeah. Yeah. Let's like call it a, a, a good discussion. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Fine. Verily. Perfect. Well, thank you for listening to another great episode of dinner for breakfast. Um, Be sure to email us at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com. As you heard from Wes earlier in the show, uh, follow yep. us on our socials where we post uh, when there's new episode alerts and all the fun little taste tests and everything on the side as
2: well. I um, post what? all
1: sorts of random stuff over there. Um, recently, I think it was James eating, what did you eat, a spoonful of mayonnaise with pumpkin spice?
2: I did. It was not it. good. I um, bet. <laughs> I w- I feel like it was mostly not good because I just ate a spoonful of mayo. Honestly, the pumpkin spice didn't make it worse. I think it was mayo and extremely, like, tangy and gross because it's too much and by itself. And then the pumpkin spice actually just, like, mellowed that out. Rose. anyways if you want to go see that
1: follow us on instagram uh thanks to alexander whom for the use of our theme song steak and eggs you can find him all over the freaking place the guy does a lot of stuff uh he's on instagram and spotify and youtube i think um cool thanks for joining us everybody yeah. talk to you next week see ya